Starting and sustaining a business is hard. Whether you're just beginning or have been at it for a while and need a pick-me-up, you're about to get exactly what you need. Welcome to Go For It. Your host is Joe Hausman. Today, you'll hear stories from others on how to keep going and laugh while you learn. Here is your host, Joe Hausman. Hello and welcome to the show. Go for it. This is Joe. Thank you guys so much for coming and listening back today, each week, each month, each year. I am so appreciative, as you know, of all of you for listening. So thankful for that. Remember, I'm your go for it media coach and life coach. Well, I tell you what, years ago, I would have never thought I was going to be a life coach, but I tell you what, you guys, it is so phenomenal, and it's so phenomenal to see people's journeys, how they can go from grief to great. It is wonderful, and also with the media, helping people reach their full potential and becoming bigger, better, bolder, and stronger. I help people get on different podcasts and media and getting their name out there for their business out there too. So as you know, this show is sponsored by Go For It Media and Life Coaching. Uh, for more information on that, you know you can hit me up at joehosman.com or joe at joehosman.com. And I'm also a speaker, which I love doing, a voiceover artist and international best-selling author. And uh, to promote you and promote your business, remember, just let me know and let's have a free discussion. Let's have a free 15 to 30-minute discussion about it, how I can help you with the Go For It Media and Life Coaching. It is awesome, let me tell you. So, and ladies and gentlemen, I have an awesome guest on the show today, as I do every week. It is Jen DeVore Richter. And a little bit about Jen is she did kind of a career and life-changing move. She quit her job working for NASA as a marketing executive to pursue the American dream, which we all want, don't we, of owning her own business. Walking away from a high-powered career working with astronauts like Apollo astronaut Buzz Aldrin wasn't an easy decision for Jen, but she felt that entrepreneurial calling and couldn't ignore it. After many successes and failures on the road to building a seven-figure earning marketing agency, she's now on a mission to inspire 100,000 business owners to redefine what success looks like for them. Working hand-in-hand with business owners for over five years now, Jen is focused on flipping the national small business failure rate of 80% upside down to achieve a success rate of 80% or better, right? How great is that? Her creative approach to business has been published in three business books as well as a new Boss Women Rock monthly magazine. Jen enjoys a regular spot as a business expert on one of Jacksonville's most popular local TV news talk shows and in 2017 landed $108,000 in free media exposure for her business. She does live in Ponta Verde Beach, Florida, which, oh, that would be great, with her husband and two mm-hmm. teenage stepkids. Jen, welcome to my show. Go for it. Thank you, Joe. Glad to be here. How are you doing today? I'm doing awesome. It's a beautiful day in Florida. Yeah, I wish I could say the same here. (laughs) But you know what? Every day you wake up, it's a beautiful day. That's what I say. That's right. (laughs) Every day. So, Jen, what I ask all my wonderful guest experts is just get a little, let's let's get to know you a little bit more. Because I always like to know how people went from one to the other. So you worked for NASA for years, Mm -hmm. and but you felt that entrepreneurial spirit calling you. So how did you go from that to being where you're at today? Well, working for NASA was an amazing experience that I'm, I'm very grateful for. You know, I did, I, I 
accomplished and achieved and, and saw things that most people wait an entire lifetime to achieve at a very young age, you know, including going, watching space shuttle launches. This is when we were launching space shuttles, going to space shuttle launches and rubbing elbows with celebrities and political dignitaries. And, uh, you know, it was fantastic. But I personally hit a ceiling because when you work for the government, your pay is set. It's based on scale, uh, scales, based on how long you've been there and tenure and things like that. So there was a pay cap, but um, and then there was a time cap. When you work for NASA at Kennedy Space Center and you're working space shuttle launches and running ma- uh, marketing and advertising for a big brand, you are working nonstop. And so my personal life really started to suffer just from the, the lack of time and flexibility, even though while I was at work, that was amazing, but I wouldn't come home until very late at night. And I just, I just realized that that wasn't the type of life that I wanted for myself, <laughs> that, mm-hmm. that I needed more. I needed to have a more well-rounded life. I'm sure you talk about this with your life coaching clients. You can't, oh, yeah. have, you know, like your career be the whole center. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, so I decided to make a plan to get out. And it wasn't an overnight, you know, experience where I just like threw in my resignation and walked out. It wasn't like that. It was a, it was a process over, you know, some years. And, um, you know, but I knew that I had to do something different. And I knew that as a marketing expert, helping brands grow their business, that I could do it for myself. There's no reason why I couldn't. Um, and I just needed to figure out what that path was going to look like for me. And I, I had a, a few other businesses. I owned a photography studio for seven years. And, um, you know, but those are the only two things I know how to do is marketing and photography. But, you know, <laughs> but then after the photography thing, kind of, you know, I got tired of working weekends with photography because I'd kind of roped myself back into the same trap of working all the time. Yeah, and, absolutely. Uh, I needed to, I needed to get a better balance in my life. And that's, that's basically how I ended up going back to marketing, but as a consultant and, and running a company. Isn't that great, though? I mean, to know that you have choices, that's the best thing. And that you know you don't have to hit a glass ceiling anymore, that when you have your own business, you don't have to hit that glass ceiling anymore. Right. I mean, the only limits when you own your own business are, are the limits that you put on it, the limits Absolutely. that you put on yourself. Absolutely. And that can be almost sometimes as dangerous as uh, working for somebody and having them put the limits on. Because what I find with people is their mindset really shifts, you know, like, okay, yes, they're great, they're in business. But then we almost do hit uh, that glass ceiling, or we're, we're not sure where to go. And that's where marketing really comes into play. So when you're in business, and you're, you're doing it, you're working it, but you need to expand, you know, you need to go in a different direction to know you need to grow your business. What are some key attributes you can teach people how what to do to grow their business through marketing? Well, the first print, the foundation that we need to have is a really good focus and a really good belief system. Mm-hmm. The reason why most businesses fail is because the business owner is spending 80% of their time working on activities that are not revenue generating. <laughs> and they're, right. um, but only if they, if they flipped it and spent 80% of their time on revenue generating activities, then that would change and their, and their business would be able to be more successful. So the focus mm-hmm 
is the big the big issue. And I know that there are only five areas of a business that a business owner needs to focus on that drive revenue. So that's what I work with my clients and that's what I preach and teach at my events and in my free content and, and in my books and things like that. And I can get into those in a moment. But you, you have to have the right focus. But then you also have to have beliefs and the mm-hmm. belief about yourself and the beliefs about what your potential is with your business. I see a lot of business owners that have basically just created a job for themselves within mm-hmm. their business. And mm-hmm. did you know that the average business owner in the United States of America only makes $42,000 a year? Really? Oh, wow. Yeah. No, I did not know that. $42,000 a year. And I think that it's because they have a belief about themselves. They, and, uh, Michael Gerber wrote a book a long time ago called The E-Myth about this. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's it's true. So, you know, usually people start a business because they are good at something. Maybe they're good at baking cakes or walking dogs or photography or pick something, right? You, you, mm-hmm. You're good at this thing. So you decide you're going to start a business out of it. And be, if you, in your past, have only ever made a certain amount of money, then you will believe that that is what the amount of money is that you deserve to get paid in your business, right? And, mm-hmm. uh, and they don't believe that they're capable or able uh, to build a big, like a bigger business, a six-figure, seven-figure, or, you know, multi-million dollar company. They don't believe that that's possible for them. They believe that they are, you know, basically going to trade time for money <laughs> and mm-hmm. create a job mm-hmm. for themselves within their business. So focus and beliefs are the basic, like, foundations of being successful at marketing. And, and, and then we can talk about the more complicated problems, but those are the two things that you really need to have set before you move forward with anything else. Well, and I truly believe that belief plus action equals fearlessness. So many people, so I teach a lot of people how to do Facebook, Facebook lives, you know, to me, Mm -hmm. simple, simple, simple to me. So many people like, oh, they get, get so, um, what am I going to say? What am I going to do? What am I going to wear? What am I like? Oh, you just have some notes in front of you. You know, to me it's simple, but to other people it's, it's very, um, scary. And that's a Mm -hmm. lot with marketing, I think, because when we get out and we start marketing, I remember when I had to market my book, I'm like, there's no way I'm going to market that bad boy. Nobody's ever going to read it. Nobody's ever going to do anything or I'm not going to market my business. But if you don't market it, how are are people going to know who you are? That's what I tell people. I'm like, nobody's going to know who you are. But I love how you said that because I did not know that average business owner only makes $42,000 a year. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. (laughs) To make sure that business owners understand how to run a profitable business. There is such a thing as entrepreneurial poverty. <laughs> this mm-hmm. is, a, is a real mm-hmm. thing. And mm-hmm. you, know, you might be proud of yourself because you're in, you're in business because you have a business card and you put up a Facebook page and you got a client here and there. Mm-hmm. But when I dig deep and I look at the numbers, I'm, you're not making any money. And it's like surprising and shocking to me, you know, the amount of business owners that find themselves stuck and frustrated and overwhelmed because they want to do the right thing. They, they want to be successful. They want to make their business work because their families are depending on them. There's no one that's just going to send them a check for showing up, right? Mm-hmm. As an entrepreneur, right. it's all on right. us. We have yeah. to do it. And so, you, you know, you get these like sleepless nights. You're, you're weighing in, laying in bed at night, looking at your phone at three o'clock in the morning, wondering if contact forms are coming in or where are the leads or, you know, how am I going to make any money at this thing? It can become very, very stressful if we don't really understand how to run a profitable business um, mm-hmm. and how to grow it. 
Well, and I think that's the key is how, how to run a profitable business, first of all, then how to grow it. And I cannot wait because I know you talk about three key factors and we've got time a little bit right before break. We've got about mm, five, six minutes before break, but we're going to talk about uh, key number one, key number two, and key number three, but really it's about giving that good customer service. I talked to a friend of mine who has a business over the weekend and she said, Joe, you just, even if you think you're wrong and maybe you even know you're wrong, but you have to give that good customer service to the to your customer because that person's going to go refer more people to you. And and I talked to a guy one time who I think he was on my show actually, but we talked about renters and because I love real estate as well. But sometimes just to get the renters out of there, you pay them to get them out. And again, that's giving in a way good customer service because. They don't leave a bad mark for you. You don't leave a bad mark for them. It's all good and you move on. It's just different ways to come about doing things so you can get that good customer service. Yeah, I've got a couple stories I'd like to share about about that. So it's, you know, good customer service um, and marketing yourself as, so one of the key mistakes that I see business owners make is that they make their marketing about themselves and they Mm -hmm. talk about themselves more than they talk about what is in it for the customer, right, or the client. Mm-hmm. And so they'll, I call them self-serving platitudes. They'll talk about, oh, we've been in business since 1945, or we have the best customer service, or, you know, we'll, um, you know, just things that don't really matter, family-owned business. Like, those things are good, or we, we run a professional shop or whatever. Like, people, okay, those are good things, but it's not the thing that the customer cares about. Remember, in order to have a successful business, you have to solve a big problem. And the bigger problem that you solve, the bigger paycheck you can make. This is the truth, mm-hmm. okay? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Um, so we have to think, stop in our marketing and think, okay, what is the big problem that I solve? And then you talk about that in your marketing. You, you get inside the mind of your ideal customer or client or patient, and you think about what is important to them. What are they, what would make this marketing and the experience really great Great experience and great value for them. So Thanksgiving, um, my husband and I, normally we go to our neighbor's house for Thanksgiving because mm-hmm. we don't have family that live in town and none of our neighbors do too. So we generally go to our neighbor's house. But this year, we decided to do something different and take um, my stepkids, who are teenagers, out to eat instead because we knew they wouldn't have any fun sitting over at the neighbor's house because mm-hmm. all of our neighbors have little kids. And so we said, all right, so this year we're going to do something different. We're going to go out to eat. So we decided to go do Thanksgiving dinner at Ruth's Chris, and which is a steakhouse. And, mm-hmm. and it's a good um, one, too. So we, yeah, it's a good one. So mm-hmm. we went to Ruth's Chris for um, Thanksgiving dinner. And Ruth's Chris is, you know, it's a really nice restaurant. And you expect great customer service from them, right? You mm-hmm. expect it because it's Ruth's Chris. It's, if they didn't give you good customer service, you'd be disappointed, okay? Mm-hmm. So that's why we go to places like that. So that's the expect. That's like the minimum expectation, good customer service. But how do you get people to talk about you like I'm about to do on a national radio show, okay? This is mm-hmm. what you do. You create a wow experience. You have to go above and beyond good customer service. So we get to Ruth's Chris and, um, you know, my husband orders steak and lobster and my stepdaughter orders this chicken thing. And I ordered the Thanksgiving meal. They actually make a Thanksgiving meal at Ruth's Chris. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it comes with all the things, turkey, dressing, cranberry, all that stuff. And um, But if you think about it, 
the, the coolest part of Thanksgiving usually is not the actual meal when you sit down. Sometimes it's the leftovers so that you can make your turkey sandwich the next day. Absolutely. And I was actually thinking in my mind, I didn't even verbalize it, but I was thinking in my mind, man, I'm going to miss out on Thanksgiving leftovers. Well, guess what Ruth Chris does? At the end of my meal, the, the waiter comes up and gives me a surprise take-home goodie bag of leftover Thanksgiving turkey, not just the scraps that were left off my plate, fresh turkey from the back in a box with a handwritten note from the chef wishing us a happy Thanksgiving and enjoy your take home so that you can have a turkey sandwich the next day. That is going above and beyond and creating Mm -hmm. a wow experience above and beyond good customer service. And they really, they thought about what I would want before I could even verbalize it, you know? So that makes great marketing. And now I'm talking about it on a national radio show, you know, mm-hmm. so I mean, so those are the types of things that small business owners need to think about and say, okay, what do my, what do my patients, clients or customers really care about? How can I wow them and make that part of my marketing? Absolutely. I, uh, this is kind of off the beaten path a little bit, but like when I go to buffets, I'm like, why can't we take a to-go box home from a buffet? I think that would be great marketing for that for that restaurant. I'm just throwing that out there to the restaurants that I like to go to, you know, make <laughs> yeah. it a to-go box from there. Yeah. <laughs> well, we have about one minute until break. So when we come back from break, we're going to talk more about, um, uh, you know, maybe a little bit more about the wow, but also competition. Competition is huge these days. And sometimes it feels like you're kind of going up against, you know, um, uh, bigger and bigger companies of what you are. But when we come back, I want to talk about that. And to get to, uh, if you guys have questions for the show, let me know. You know, I love to answer them on air. You can also call in with questions to one 866 472-5790 during this live broadcast. And then also, yeah, let me know. And Jen's uh, website is jendevore.com. No, jendevore.rocks, right? You can get there either way. But yeah, jendevore.rocks okay. is my bigger one. Awesome. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we come back after break. We're going to talk more with Jen. And ladies and gentlemen, we'll be right back after break. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. I've got a special offer just for listeners of Go For It. Visit joehosman.com today and get a 20% discount off of my most popular three-month media package. This is an $800 value. My Go For It Media Group helps you expand your brand utilizing media. Finding your media outlets to promote your business, including my Go For It radio show. Check out joehosman.com, where you can also get information about other services like strategy sessions, my best selling book, coaching, and training programs, support for the radio show, and much more. Don't wait. Check out joehosman.com today for this special offer. If you are looking for a dynamic speaker for your organization or event, I would love to speak at your venue. Hi, I'm Joe Hosman, the host of Go For It on Voice America. 
My topics range from starting your own virtual assistant business to living a triumphant life. Right now, one of my most popular topics is from my Women Empowerment series about support for today's women-built businesses and women in leadership. Visit my website, johosman.com, or call 605-941-7969 for more information. Again, that's johosman.com or 605-941-7969. We're always talking business. Talk to an expert. Call now. Toll free. 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Voice America Business Network. You are listening to Go For It. To reach Joe Hausman with a comment or question about the show, please send an email to joe at joehausman.com. That's J-O at joehausman.com. Now back to Go For It. Welcome back to Go For It, my show here on Voice America. It's me, Joe, with my wonderful guest, Jen DeVore Richter. We are talking marketing today, ladies and gentlemen. Wow, have you learned a lot already? I have. And I love learning new things each and every day, but also each and every week on this show with my great guests. So, Jen, we're talking about um, your years of marketing and what you've learned. And I, I, I just have to come back to this. I just, this has hit, I don't know, about a nerve or something with me. But when you said the average business owner makes $42,000 a year, when I work with business owners, because a lot of it, life and business coaching and the media part of my business where I help them get more media exposure for their business, they say to me, well, how much money should I be making, Joe? Or, you know, this is how much money I should be spending on. And it's their mindset. It's like what their uh, profit potential is and what it should be and what it could be. And I know you talk a lot about that. So let's talk about profit potential and how people can kind of get out of that mindset of being, um, uh, I don't know how to say it, but how the mindset of not making a lot of money to that they, they can make a ton of money. Okay. Do you watch Shark Tank? I do. I love Shark Tank. Okay. So um, do you know which one is the, which one of the, Show Gus is Kevin O'Leary, who's the guy that wears uh-huh. the black. Oh, yeah, and Mr. Wonderful. Call, they yep. call him Mr. Wonderful, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, yep. so I was in Denver this summer, and I went to an event with him there, and he was one of the, the, you know, he was the key speaker. And he said that there are three numbers that any business owner needs to know before they make any decisions about their business. And these are the three key numbers that he needs to know about a business before he decides if he's going to invest in it or not. Mm-hmm. All right, so number one is market size. That's pretty easy to figure out um, your market size if you know who, what your market is and if you've got it narrowed down and very specific and niched down versus saying, oh, for everyone, that's not really a market. But, no, that's you know, not a market. If you know exactly who your market is and you know the size of it, um, that is a key number that you need to know. Okay, then the second number he said that you need to know, Kevin O'Leary said that you need to know, is your baseline. And this, um, there are only five numbers. These are the five revenue-generating areas that any business owner needs to know. And the five, uh, five numbers in your baseline are the number of leads. This is just to stay alive. The number of leads, you need to stay alive. The number mm-hmm. of conversions, your, pers- your, con- your conversion rate. The number of transactions, the number of time, basically the number of times that a client buys from you. Your average price per sale. And your profit margin as a percentage overall, okay, the baseline. 
And then you need to know the potential on that. And the potential would include minimum um, 10% increase and then 50% increase, and then you can go up from there. One of the services that I provide for people, and I actually do it for free, is I help you uncover your profit potential, both your baseline and your profit potential, and I can do it in 45 minutes or less. And we run your numbers on your, through your business on those five key areas of uh, revenue opportunity, right? And so you get a good baseline, and then we talk about some strategies for growing your business, and we look at what would a 10% increase mean? What would a 50% increase mean? And that helps you set a profit potential um, and because once you have those numbers, when then I, after I run the report for you, I print it, I make you print it out, I email it to you, and I print it out, and you print it out, and you hang it up in front of your desk. And uh, you make sure that you're looking at that because, again, what you focus on and what you believe about your business is what you can make a reality. And if you don't, if you don't know what you're supposed to be focusing on, if you're not focused on the five revenue-generating areas and you don't believe that your business has good profit potential, then you're just going to kind of flounder around years and mm-hmm. probably mm-hmm. eventually go out of business because most mm-hmm. business owners do go out of business. That's the reality of it. So Kevin O'Leary right. says you got to know market size, your your baseline to stay alive, and your profit mm-hmm. potential before he will decide to invest in your business. And as a business owner, you too are an investor in your business. Mm-hmm. You're investing your time. You're investing your money. You might be sacrificing a, a corporate career with a steady paycheck and and uh, benefits and a 401k and all those things. So we need to look at our businesses as investors, just like Kevin O'Leary, and say, if I was going to pitch this idea to myself on Shark Tank, these are the things I need to know before I'll decide mm-hmm. if I'm going to invest in a marketing campaign or if I'm going to invest in product development um, or invest in hiring a salesperson, right? So, so that's mm-hmm. how you get to the profit potential is just with those five revenue-generating areas. It's really not that complicated, but nobody knows about it because they don't teach us this. It's not, it's not something that is taught in schools. I have a master's degree in business, Joe, and I was mm-hmm. never taught this. I have right. learned I do too. Mm-hmm. through business and professional development and studying with mentors and studying people like Kevin O'Leary and looking at what the most successful people do and then reverse engineering the process for myself and for my clients. It's just not something that you just learn. No, I, I got the same thing. I have a master's in business and entrepreneurship. They never taught us this. Never. No. You know, they right. taught us how to start a business. They taught us how right. we can go about, you know, a little bit of marketing here, a little bit of finance. But they don't have the time within a master's degree program, or at least the one I went through, to do all that. So this is, you're exactly right. You have to learn from mentors. You have to learn from listening to podcasts like this. And you have to learn mm-hmm. from reading. And you have to learn from doing and it all is trial and error, of course, because we never know. But really, you hit it on the head when you said, know your niche market. So many people go up and, well, everybody's my market. <clears throat> no, they're not. Not everybody's your market. You really have to niche it down. You have to make your avatar. You have to figure out who your ideal client is. And once you can do that, then work everything else around that. But figuring out who that niche market is, who some a lot of people struggle with that. I know. I know it's the big hang up and it almost makes marketing impossible if you don't do it and you can't do it. So if Mm -hmm. you are not able, then that would be the first thing that you would need to hire a marketing coach for or Mm -hmm. to help you figure that niche market out if you're kind of stuck in it. Um, I work a lot with coaches and consultants and service-based professionals like doctors and lawyers and people that want to grow their firms or their practices. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, a lot of times, everybody has the same problem. It doesn't matter if you've got 
a you know a master's degree or PhD or you're a doctor or you know you have a you're you've got a law degree. Even very intelligent and well educated people have these have these problems. It's nothing to be ashamed of. It's just a matter of you know getting help from the right people that can help you break through that uh, stumbling block and get over that challenge. Mm-hmm. I do. <clears throat> I do have to tell you a text that I guess got, and this is from Linda. She's an avid listener. She says the wow experience. This show is wow. This beautiful young lady deserves tens all across the board. The reviews she has publicly are right on. That's great. Thank so you. So there you go. You are welcome. There you go. That's what I love about the live show. People can call in and text in or whatever, you know, for it. So, right. <clears throat> so yes, you are right on with all of this. And it's so good to hear it from, I mean, I, you know, I talk about it a lot, but in you're in marketing and you, this is what you do, you know, on a day-to-day basis. And that's what makes it so great because of your expertise and you're able to do this and create it and help business owners get over their hurdles. And now another thing I want to talk about too, a lot of people think there's so much competition. You know, there's always, I've got so-and-so as my competitor or, you know, I don't know because she's doing so, something so much better over here. I don't know what I can do over here. Well, when competition comes in or you're, you're, you know what your competition is doing, what do you advise people to do? What do you, um, yeah, what do you advise them to do? Okay, so an exercise that would be uh, very beneficial to any business owners that are listening right now is to get out a piece of paper and start to make a list of all of the industry norms that take place in your industry, okay? All the things that your competition does and you're just kind of like, well, that's just how we've always done it. This could be how your competition does pricing, how you sell, how you deliver your products or services, how you advertise, how you do your contracts. And then you're going to make a list of all, there could be 10, 20, 30 of these, and even more, industry norms, okay? So you, you want to know what your competition is doing because you need to know what the industry norms are. Mm-hmm. And then you're going to try to defy as many as possible. You're going to try to do the exact opposite of what your competition is doing uh, in order to be successful. I've got some examples here in a wide variety of industries. Okay, so uh, the first example I've got is real estate. Now, you like real estate, so this will be kind of a fun one. So... One of the thing, uh, you know, my husband and I are actually moving to Denver in the spring from Florida. We're moving to Denver in the spring, and mm-hmm. we're going to have to list our house for sale. And my husband is so anxious about it because he doesn't want to have to pay the realtor fees because they're going to be a lot, right? Mm-hmm. And so he's like, "Man, I just don't want to pay that fee. You know, it's going to be it's going to be ridiculous." Blah blah blah. He's like, "I wish I could just find someone that." I could negotiate a different fee structure with. And, and most real estate agents market themselves, um, you know, just as a plain old real estate agent, and they collect their 3% realtor fee. And the other day I was watching TV, and I was watching a show about, it's called Bob Massey, the Property Guy. Mm-hmm. And he's a, like a property and real estate investor in Las Vegas. And he had this realtor that was on his show that was doing something so brilliant. I wanted to tell all my realtor friends about it. He does a flat fee. Yeah, and he markets the flat fee in his real estate business. And I know this is, might be controversial. and Some real estate agents that are, might be listening are like, oh, I would never do that. But the guy is crushing it because all of the other real estate agents in his market are basically marketing themselves as a normal real estate agent. And this guy says, I'll sell your house for $6,500 regardless of the price of it. Mm. Regardless. Mm-hmm. Okay, so... What he's doing is he's attracting a lot of multimillionaires and um, 
and families that have larger houses that don't want to have to shell out twenty, thirty, forty, fifty thousand dollars to sell their house, they'll mm-hmm. they'll give him the sixty five hundred dollar property. Now the guy's business has blown up. He has way more business than he can possibly handle. Bob Massey has him on his national TV show, which airs on Fox Business. You know, so mm-hmm. it's a really great strategy to think, okay, even though these are industry norms, how can I do the exact opposite and make that the power in my marketing? You know, mm-hmm. another one, I'll take one from the product side, pizza, okay? I don't know if you have Papa John's where you live, but oh, yeah. in Florida, we have a restaurant called Papa John's. Mm-hmm. If you think about it, Papa John's has done the exact opposite of what other competition does. Papa John's, you, you show up at Papa John's and you get a raw pizza when you walk out. They don't even cook mm-hmm. it for you. You, gotta, mm-hmm. you, you come home and you cook it yourself which is the exact opposite of what Domino's does or Little Caesars or just your local pizza place, you know, they thought, okay, where's a missing component in the marketplace and how could we do the exact opposite? Um, There's another really successful brand that's launched nationally now called Dry Bar. It's basically a hair salon, but you can only get a blow dry. Oh, wow. You can't get Mm -hmm. a haircut. You can't get a color. You can't mm-hmm. get anything other than a blow dry. <laughs> and the owner of this, her name is Allie. Now she's like on the Fortune, you know, 100 list. She's on the cover of magazines. She's got a successful podcast. She's crushing it, multimillionaire, because she decided to do her hairstyling business completely opposite and fill uh, this made-up void in the market that she created. So you just have to think about, regardless of what your competition is doing. How can you turn that into a competitive advantage by doing the exact opposite and defy? Try to try to change your industry. Be the disruptor. Try to change it on it. You know, put it on its upside down on its head. That's mm-hmm. what makes marketing successful. And don't you think that I love those ideas, by the way? And yes, we do have Papa John's here, so I uh, I okay, actually cool. like you Papa John's. <laughs> yeah. And the thing is, that flat fee for real estate, phenomenal. Uh, but I know mm-hmm. there's a lot of realtors that'd be like, uh-uh, uh-uh. They're trying to make the most money for their buck, you know, the most money for their bang. But that guy is crushing it because he did that, because he did the flat fee. It's always about thinking outside the box. Yeah. And I'll what? And I love that, doing the opposite of what your competition is doing. Yeah, really. I mean, you can't, you know, so many, I do personal branding workshops for real estate agents often, and uh, because that's what they market themselves. They market themselves because mm-hmm. they don't really mm-hmm. have a way to differentiate themselves because real estate is real estate. It's always the same. The process is the same. The contracting is the same. So what is going to be different about how you do it? I've worked with some of my real estate clients to do market-dominating position statements, I call them. Like, I have one real estate agent. I said, what's different about you? How can we make this work? You know, you, we can market your personal brand, yes, but, again, customers don't really care about that. They care about what's in it for them. So what do they care about? They care about avoiding high real estate fees when they close. And they care about getting their house sold fast, usually, Mm -hmm. in in many cases. And so one of my clients said, well, you know, I've got this track record. She's been selling real estate for decades. um, But the market is flooded in in Florida with real estate agents, so she needed to, you know, step up her game. And she said, well, I've Mm -hmm. I've had this track record. Well, I can basically, she said, I can make a promise that I can sell a house in two weeks or less. Like, she goes, that's just how I do it. I have a process and a system for marketing. And I never have a house sit on the market for more than um, two weeks. And I said, well, that's it. That's the market-dominating position statement. So now her market-dominating position statement is 14 days to sold. Now she's written a book about it. Her website is 14 days to sold. Like, everything is built on that because it's really different. And all the other real estate agents in town can't say that, right? And again, right, it's not about right. her. It's about what is the big problem that you know people that are selling real estate 
have that keep them up at night. Number one, they think, you know, the house is going to sit on the market for three months or they're going to get, you know, their commission is going to be tens, twenties, thirty thousand dollars. They don't want to pay it, right? So you have to think about what your clients care about and make that the powerful tool in your marketing. Oh, you have to. And we have, I know we have our local realtor here that they guarantee to sell the house. And I don't know what their percentage is. I don't know what their, you know, their thing is, but that is their, that's how they stand out is because they guarantee to buy the house if it doesn't sell within so much time frame. And I've seen right. that with other realtors across the country is they, they give that same guarantee, but that's standing out against your competition. Right. Because other realtors aren't going to do that. So you're right. That is so spot on. I love that. So you business owners out there or people that work for businesses, you know, what what is it that's standing out for you guys? How are you doing it differently than your competition? Because figure out what they're doing and then do opposite. That is key. I love it. You have so much great information, Jen. <laughs> <laughs> this is what I do. <laughs> I study this. So, I learn it. I'm obsessed with marketing. <laughs> well, and that's phenomenal because I listen to other marketers and I'm like, yeah, yeah, I've done that. You know, you just kind of like, yeah. you kind of have to pick out like which ones work for you and which ones don't. And it's a process. It really is. But you have given such phenomenal information and the profit potential and, you know, the customer service. And and I want to go back to that because we have like two minutes until break. But what I'm going to go back to the customer service because we can't always think what's in it for them or what's in it for us. We have to think what's in no. it for them. What's in it for our potential right. customer? Right. Yeah. So, yeah. All right. So we have um, like have uh, about 30 story. seconds. And, yes. Oh, we so we okay. have like 30 seconds until break. So we'll go to gendevore.rocks, which I love that. I love that. Um, that uh, domain name, gendevore.rocks is her website address. And if you guys have questions for the show, you know, to give me a call. 866-472-5790. I will tell you now I'm kind of hungry for pizza. But ladies and gentlemen, we'll be right <laughs> back after break. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. If you are looking for a dynamic speaker for your organization or event, I would love to speak at your venue. Hi, I'm Joe Hosman, the host of Go For It on Voice America. My topics range from starting your own virtual assistant business to living a triumphant life. Right now, one of my most popular topics is from my Women Empowerment series about support for today's women-built businesses and women in leadership. Visit my website, joehosman.com, or call 605-941-7969 for more information. Again, that's joehosman.com or 605-941-7969. I've got a special offer just for listeners of Go For It. Visit joehosman.com today and get a 20% discount off of my most popular three-month media package. This is an $800 value. My Go For It Media Group helps you expand your brand utilizing media. Finding your media outlets to promote your business, including my Go For It radio show. Check out joehosman.com, where you can also get information about other services like strategy sessions, my best selling book, coaching, and training programs, support for the radio show, and much more. Don't wait. Check out joehosman.com today for this special offer. 
We're always talking business. Talk to an expert. Call now, toll free, 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Voice America Business Network. listening to go for it to reach joe hausman with a comment or question about the show please send an email to joe at joehausman.com that's j-o at joehausman.com now back to go for it welcome back to go for it with me joe and my wonderful guest jen devore richter we are learning all about marketing today and i have learned a ton of information But it's also good with the stuff that I already do know. It's good to hear it again and hear it from a different perspective. I have learned a lot from the show, and I hope you guys have too. Now, the number one thing that Jen talks about is we need to be the marketer of our business and not just the provider of the service. So I'm just going to tell you, I have a problem. The only reason I have a problem with this is because I'm usually the <laughs> provider of my service. <laughs> so I need to learn more about how to be the marketer of my business. So I'm really anxious to learn this one, Jen. When you said mm-hmm. that, when I read it, actually, it's just like hit me. It's just like, yes, that's exactly right. I need to be the marketer of my own business. So let's talk about that. Let's let's get it out in the open so JoJo here can learn a lot from you for this. <laughs> Great. I'd love to. <laughs> I mean, it really, the principles go back um, to that book I mentioned earlier, Michael Gerber's book, The E-Myth, mm. and, you know, making sure that you haven't just created a job for yourself inside your business and that you are focused on business growth. And, you know, everyone says, work on your business, not in your business, but no one really knows how to do that, <laughs> especially, mm-hmm. like, I have this one client, she runs a primary care business, and it's a concierge model. It's a membership subscription only. They don't collect health insurance. And, you know, she's flipping the industry standard. She's doing what her competition doesn't do. She's being really successful with it. But she has a hard time with this because she is the medical provider, right? So she says, well, how am I going to... How am I going to make time to work on the business because I'm busy providing seeing patients and things like that? So what we did was create some systems. So you need a core, you need a few core things. You need systems. You need mm-hmm. people. You need the right tools. <laughs> and you need the mm-hmm. right information, either through getting a coach or um, you know learning it yourself. Right. But those are the things that help you get unstuck from feeling like you are stuck working in your business to working on your business. So even if you just start small, it's documenting out the way that you provide your service. If you're a service provider, if you just create systems out of it, um, the other day I was on yesterday or the day before I was on Facebook and someone posted in a group about how they have this potential new client, but the, and the way that they were servicing their client was um, through a Facebook group, their, their client, Part of it was through a Facebook group, but this one client didn't have Facebook, and they were going to change their complete process, their complete entire system, their entire business model around this one client. And I really cautioned and warned them about that because if you you don't have systems and processes that you're following in your business and you start bending and reinventing it every time (laughs) uh, in the hopes of providing good customer service – you're going to eat up all the profit potential in your business. So mm-hmm. everything needs to be a system, even if it's just for yourself and maybe your one piece staff person that you have. You still need to have everything written down 
and document it as a flow, as a system, as a checklist. Because once you do that, then you can begin to have other people help you implement parts of it. You can start to take off the chunks, you know, little chunks at a time. You know, you know, you don't have to feel like you have to give up total control of your business and, you know, just kind of, uh, you know, go from zero to hero. But if you, but the first thing you have to have is documentation of how you do things and in what order. So that's mm-hmm. one key thing. Mm-hmm. I totally agree because, oh, go ahead. Sorry. No, I was just going to say, like, and you need to just make time for working on your business. I, you know, there are mm-hmm. a lot of people that have a lot of excuses about, I don't have enough time. And again, that's, that's, you're not focused on the right things. You're not believing maybe the right things mm-hmm. about what your business is about. Um, so I don't take the, I don't have time excuse. I just don't take it. Right. I don't either. I'm to a point in my life that I don't take that because I am one that years ago when I, you know, was first starting and kind of getting, I was over here. I was over there. I was here, there and everywhere. But once you hone in and focus on your business, it, 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 you know, it will start to take off. If you don't focus in on your business and you start, you know, making the excuse, because these all are excuses. You know, we all have choices to make in life and saying you don't have enough time. And I think I posted something from Mel Robbins not too long ago said, instead of saying you don't have enough time, say, I don't make it a priority and see how that feels. Mm. And it is so true because if you don't make it a priority, it's not going to be a priority and you're going to either lose your business or it's not going to make you any money. And there you go. Because a lot of people when they start having their own business or they work from home, then they let other distractions come into play which I found mm-hmm. and I did it myself. So, but then I set out my own rules and once I set out my own rules and set my own hours, I, I am so focused and so to the point that I don't even deviate from it. But a lot of people haven't done that yet. And so if you have to get that, you have to get that into your mindset to be able to run your own business. Yeah. Tony Robbins, who's mm-hmm. you know, the world number one success coach said mm-hmm. that the, the, key ingredient for for success is to have a morning routine mm-hmm. where you you get up early <laughs> get up earlier mm-hmm. you know if you don't, mm-hmm. if you're finding you don't have enough time get up earlier mm-hmm. and uh, since I started adopting his morning routine probably over a year ago it's been really beneficial for my business and what I do is I, I get up earlier and the first thing I do is I put my tennis shoes on with my workout outfit and I work out at night but I put on my workout outfit um, and go on a power walk around my neighborhood. And I, and I start off with um, thoughts and feelings of gratitude about what I do have instead of focusing on all of the overwhelm and the frustration of what didn't go right, right? So we, mm-hmm. we start, sweep our beliefs and our focus to be more about what you do have and what has been going right in your business and being grateful and thankful for what you do have. And then you start thinking about the, the key things that you need to get done that day. Like, what are, mm-hmm. if I don't get anything else done today that's working on my business, nothing else will matter. So what is that one thing you need to do to work on your business? And you make it, you set the intention in your mind first thing before you let any other distractions, any other distractions come to play, right? So that's part of, you know, part, just part of the, the Tony Robbins morning routine. Um, but another thing that I think uh, successful people do from talking to other successful people who know other successful people is that they make time also in the morning, 30 to 60 minutes every day 
for personal or business development, reading, reading, mm-hmm. reading, reading. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And, and that, even if you just read 10 pages of a book, uh, or you, you know, listen to a show or, you know, do something that helps mm-hmm. you learn something new uh, and then implement. It's not enough to, uh, you know, I'm a big implementer. If I'm reading a book, I don't just read the book and put it on the shelf and go, oh, that was nice. I read the book. I take notes. I make a little notebook yep. about the book and then I immediately implement the idea. So if you're listening to the show and there are things that Joe has shared or things that I've shared that are resonating with you, I encourage you not to just listen to the show, but to really take action and implement. That's what will get you success. It's not enough to sit back passively and hope for your business to grow. you got to put the work in. Absolutely. I do the exact same thing. I About a year ago now, I said, get your behind up earlier and start reading. And I always read, but it was just kind of sporadic throughout the day. But now I get up an hour earlier each day. I get my cup of coffee and take care of my dogs right away. And then I sit down and I read for 30 to 60 minutes. And I'm the exact same thing as you. I take notes on it and then I implement. If it's something that has really resonated with me, I know that I have to implement that. So then I start implementing it and then I have a to-do list for the day. And it's really about, and then I go work out. So I love kickboxing. What a great way to get rid mm-hmm. of stress. <laughs> or if, you know, the weather's bad or whatever it is that I can't get to kickboxing that day, I'll either go for a walk or run or whatever the case may be. But exercise to me is is crucial, no matter if it's just a 30-minute walk or if it's whatever. But I put my headphones on, same, as, same exact thing as you. Listening to something, um, a podcast like this, or a motivational one, or some motivational music, whatever the case may be, but it has to be related to my work and my business. And then also gratitude. Ladies and gentlemen, I talk about it every week. Gratitude and thankful and grateful every day, every every hour, every time you can. uh, Be thankful and grateful for what's going right in your life and see how your life can turn around for the better because it really does work. Because if, if you kind of watch yourself, if you start being like, oh, this isn't going good or that isn't going good. You just kind of see your body like kind of slumping down and not doing very good. But if you go, if you're thankful and grateful, then you kind of put your shoulders back and your back goes straight and all of a sudden you're a different reality. So I'm glad you mentioned those. It really is. And Tony Robbins is phenomenal. He's, you know, you can go on to YouTube for free and watch a lot of his videos as well. So yeah, great stuff, Jen. I love it. I think I have another text. Hang on a second. So Linda's texting and she goes, thank you, thank you, thank you. So you have made a world of difference in her life today, I know. Oh, that's great. Thank you so much, Linda. Absolutely. Well, we still got some time to talk. So let's talk about more about that marketing um, in our business. So when we're talking about that, the people and the right info, um, what kind of people are you talking about? Like your number one job is to be the marketer. And I used to be a virtual assistant. So my tagline was, I'm here to help you in your business so you can work on your business. So that might be a good tagline for other virtual assistants. But um, when we talk about putting people into our into our system to help us with marketing, are you talking about virtual assistants, marketing people, coaches, those type of people? Yeah. Uh, you know, it could be your internal staff or it could be, uh, your external staff, and it doesn't. Um, I think a lot of business owners think that it's expensive to have people help them with their marketing or to help them grow their business. But you can't look at marketing and getting people to help you as an expense. It's an investment because it's mm-hmm. helping you grow your business, right? Mm-hmm. So, like one of the the key things that I do 
you know, I love virtual assistants. I hired two this morning to help me finish up mm-hmm. my book. I needed one to format my cover and another one to do the inside layout, right? So it's, um, you know, but yeah, using virtual assistants is key. Uh, and it's very inexpensive. You can find great work on virtual assistant websites. You can find ama- amazing talent. I've never had a bad experience ever with using a virtual assistant. Never. And I'm, I'm going to knock on wood because I don't want that to change. But I know. I it's been fantastic. And you uh-huh. just hire people for what they're really good at, right? And you say, okay, what is this one thing that I need to get done today? Mine was get my book off to the the formatter because it came back from the editor and I needed to get needed to get it sent off to the book cover designer and to the lady that in, um, lays out the in, inside. I was like, that's the one thing I need to do today. If nothing else matters, that's the thing because that's going to help me work on my business. It's going to help me grow my business. Um, right. So, yeah, so I love virtual assistants. And then, you know, also your internal staff. So my the primary care client I have that I mentioned earlier, she has a person that sits up front and answers her phone and helps welcome her patients in and kind of get some checked in into the back room. And so we thought about, okay, well, where, where can we help him develop and how can we help him grow as a person that's responsible for helping you grow this business? Um, so one of the little systems that we traded for him at the front was called, it's called a daily operating control board or DOC board. I highly recommend this for anyone. It's important that you're measuring your activity and that the people that, are, that work for you in your business are also you're measuring their activity and not just the activity, but the results of the activities that move your business forward. So we, you know, now we have Ron um, helping, uh, helping her with the systems and the process or how many new patients called today, how many of them that called actually converted and booked an appointment. And then of the people that come in every day, how many of them sign up for a membership, how many people cancel, like different things like that. So, really thinking about how can you systemize and then use the people that you rely on to grow your business to help you implement the systems. And then that's how you get free. That's how you get the freedom that you were looking for when you first started your business in the, in the first place. Amen. And that's what we're all looking for as entrepreneurs is that freedom. And Jen, unfortunately, we're, we're to the end of our show. You have given us such great information. And thank you. Thank you for all of this. And ladies and gentlemen, get a hold of Jen. You can go to jendevore.rocks. And Jen, what I ask all of my wonderful guest experts like yourself is if you could leave some parting information for my worldwide audience today, what would that be? To go back to basics and know your numbers. You must know your numbers. You need to know your baseline and your profit potential before you can make any decisions about how to grow your business or what you should be marketing on. And if you need help with that, I provide it as a free service. You can contact me on my website, but you have got to know your numbers before you do anything else. Amen, sister. That's what we have to do is know our numbers to grow our business. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much. And thank you, Jen, for being a wonderful guest today. Loved it. Loved I took two pages of notes, so I know you were giving us phenomenal information. Thank you, Linda, one of our avid listeners, for texting in today as well. And ladies and gentlemen, I always want you to reach your full potential of becoming bigger, better, bolder, and stronger with each and every day. So you can also check out my website at joehosman.com. I do offer that 15-minute free go 
for it discovery strategy session just for you. Let's get to know you and how we can help you with your media and also some life coaching with you as well. So always remember, you are stronger than what you give yourself credit for. So go out, be, go out and be great today and be great always. And along the way, show some kindness and love wherever you go. Be a blessing to others. We never know what others are going through, right? So share some kindness and maybe just share a smile. That's what really makes it worthwhile. Well, have a great week. God bless. And we're going to see you here next week for another exciting show. Take care. Thank you for listening to Go For It. Be sure to come back next Thursday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time and 11 a.m. Eastern Time for another edition with your host, Joe Hausman, on the Voice America Business Channel. Have a great day and an even better week.